0: I don't want to see an ordinary film. I want to see something extraordinary. Your sacrifice completes my sanctuary
1: of 1,000 testicles. You ever feel as if your mind had started to
0: erode? Let's rock indeed. Welcome to 1,000 Wives of Weird, a podcast that is a celebration of weird movies. I'm Brad Hefner, and absent once again is Billy Martell. But as I said on the last episode, we have a roadmap for him coming back. Hopefully within the next few weeks, he'll be back on the show. And at some point, we have the UHF episode that will get out eventually. So it'll be like he was gone for several weeks and then he's back. Uh, but I have a guest with me today, one of my best friends. I'm so happy to have her on. We had her on back when Brendan and I did the show at least once, talking about this same movie. It's Emery Fox.
1: Yay! I'm very, very happy to be here. Oh,
0: I'm so happy to have you on. Yes. And this is great because the everything in the guest series so far has been remote. It's been done over the internet. It's nice to have you in the studio yes, with yes, me. yes, So that's, I get a lot of energy from other people and yeah. it's a lot more fun than just like Staring at the screen. Yeah, it is. It
1: It adds a layer of realness.
0: But this week, as I said before, we talked about this movie before. uh, We're talking about Swiss Army Man, one of your favorites. One of
1: my favorites.
0: And uh, very briefly, before we talk about why Emery loves this movie, why she wanted to talk about it. Swiss Army Man is a 2016 movie by the Daniels. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. Uh, who just had massive success with everything, everywhere, all at once. My favorite movie of the year. Have you seen it yet? I have
1: not yet. Oh my God, it's so good. I really want to see it.
0: It's so good.
1: It's definitely on my list.
0: Um, But it is, it stars Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe. And Daniel Radcliffe is a farting boner corpse who helps Paul Dano survive in the wilderness. <laughs> yes. Now, Emery, what, what is it about this movie that you love that, uh, that, makes it one of your favorites
1: well i think just off the bat it's so stunning visually it's like somehow they managed to make water the woods and a bunch of trash just an amazing thing to look at so i enjoyed looking at it and just the like i don't know it felt like such a childish concept of hey let's have this farting (laughs) corpse just like lead the story and I don't know, it made it feel very familiar. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, it is yeah. a gorgeous movie. It's a gorgeous sounding movie. Oh, the music the, is the music amazing. is absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah. The performances are great. Uh and yeah, it's just a unique story. You're not gonna watch see this isn't a genre the, No, no. The farting boner corpses <laughs> it should be. It may, it be. Should it may be. be maybe yeah. it should be. No, um that's what weekend at Bernie's should have been. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yes. Uh, but yeah so we know this is one of Emery's favorites. I would also recommend it as we said it's a gorgeous looking movie a lot of fun very a lo- very, some nice very. emotion let's let's start walking through this So uh, normally the intro takes much longer than this Billy yeah. and I talk forever but uh, that's fine I'm just admiring Emery's uh, marker tattoos. Oh
1: yeah did them all
0: myself. Oh, This is an A24 film. Mm-hmm. I think this, like I said, this was 2016. This was mm-hmm. when A24 was really starting to blossom. Yeah. Before we really knew, like, that yeah. they were going to be the kings. Yeah.
1: We didn't know what they were yet to become.
0: We begin with various pieces of trash floating on the open water, bearing messages like, help me. I'm so bored. <laughs> I don't want to die alone. And the messages get longer and longer. Like, you can't read most of it, but it's just... It's very well-made trash boats.
1: They really are, and the construction is quite impressive. Honestly. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. There should be a sequel where Paul Dano like pursues his passion to be a shipwright. Right, <laughs> he
1: wants to, he wants to take out on the seas. It's in his blood.
0: <laughs> he grows the beard back, yeah. and he, it becomes a lighthouse. And the big
1: figurehead on on, on the top is just Manny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we see a small island where. I love Paul Dano. Yeah. I think he's always great. He, I'm yeah. so happy whenever he shows up. Just a moon faced goon of a man.
1: His gentle voice.
0: Gentle voice. Again, very soft very features. Soft. Very, like uh, if they ever do a Pillsbury Doughboy yeah. movie, Paul Dano would be a great choice. <laughs> he would be. He would uh, be. He'd, add, he'd have a weird, creepy air to the Doughboy. I it's think. Like, yeah. It would... It'd be like half Riddler, half <laughs> Hank from Hank, this movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it'd be. It'd be a great combo, though.
0: Um, Paul Dano, you know him from "There Will Be Blood." He was just the Riddler and the Batman. Um, small part in Bong Joon-ho's "Okja."
1: I really liked him in this as the side part in "Sopranos" in season four. He oh, I didn't know he of, was in that. Uh, Tony Junior's best friends. Really? Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, it's Paul Dano's was right around the time when I was studying for this too. So I was like, "I think that's my favorite role of his."
0: Nice. I still need to watch the "Sopranos." It's amazing. But Paul da- Paul Dano. I got. I said Sopranos. And Paul <laughs> no, Dano.
1: Paul
0: uh, Oh, you ever it's go sweet. to Franco's get a nice yeah. big dish of Paul Dano? Paul Dano is about to hang himself, and he has yeah. a beard, and he could not grow a beard, so they had to paste it. Brilliant. No, yeah, look <laughs> at him. You can tell he yeah, can't grow he a beard. He looks like
1: a guy who wouldn't grow um, a
0: beard. No disrespect to Paul Dan- Dano. No body shaming. I love him. Yeah. Uh, he's just he. I love unique-looking actors. Yeah. That's what you get when you're a character actor. You can, not, you can be unique-looking. Looking. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: exactly. He, his skin is raw from the sun. Seems he's been there a while.
1: Yeah.
0: He's about to step off the igloo cooler <laughs> he's using as his uh, gallows when he sees a corpse on the beach. And he ends up almost hanging himself anyway yeah. because he's so surprised. But he breaks free and goes to the body which is Mm -hmm. a body, it's dead. Yeah. Uh, And the body is played by Daniel Radcliffe.
1: Amazing. Guns
0: akimbo himself. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I I enjoyed Daniel Radcliffe, uh, and he's fantastic in this movie. Oh, so good. Um, And as we said before, he's playing a farting boner corpse. Yes. Which, after Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe was like, I want to do anything Anything else. else. I want to do the weirdest stuff you can hand me. (laughs) like." Let me try to destroy this or image. let break
1: this. <laughs> and he,
0: he's done a lot of that, and I really respect him for it, and he's terrific.
1: Yeah, yeah he, he does a good job.
0: And Paul Dano says to uh, his new best friend, mm-hmm. he always figured that right before he died, his wonderful life would pass before his eyes, filled with friends and parties, maybe a girlfriend. He didn't see much of anything. And then the corpse farts.
1: And the,
0: the first fart. The first fart. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, the Daniels said they wanted to make a movie where the first fart makes you laugh, and then the last fart makes you cry.
1: And it does.
0: Yeah, it, <laughs> it really does. does. <laughs> it really does. It really and does. And now, I'm not uh, the biggest fart fan. Like, I yeah. fart a lot, but I oh, don't. Yeah. Uh, when it pops up in a movie, I'm not like, oh, man, fart. Like, Blazing Saddles, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> this movie it's done with a purpose it,
1: yeah it is
0: and corpse corpse is fart right
1: yeah i mean probably for a little bit yeah they'll fart for a while
0: you are a physician's assistant I so you a, have yeah. you have the inside information. i have a little
1: bit of yeah inside knowledge
0: um, yeah, did you ever sneak into a morgue and be like, fart, come on, just <laughs> fart, like Please. in the movie?
1: No, that's, that's my, that's my graduation present. <laughs> <laughs> I get to go the... to a morgue, yeah. Oh, yeah? sniff the farts. No, my cadaver didn't <laughs> fart, unfortunately. Oh, uh, what a bitch. I know.
0: Paul Dano takes the corpse, off the corpse's belt, and tries hanging himself again. He hums a song, but is interrupted by more, <laughs> more farting, just
1: it is an orchestra of farts, it is. and they orchestrated the farts beautifully.
0: And he's farting so hard, he's convulsing.
1: <laughs> and I want to like—I want to know if they gave him any propellant, or did he just do the shaking himself?
0: I'm not sure. Yeah. I read that uh, they had created a dummy. Yeah, I know they had most, so many
1: dummies. Yeah, in
0: most of the movie, but Daniel Radcliffe was like, "No, I want to be there. I want to be doing the stuff." Um, so I. I believe that he was probably just like shaking his body yeah brilliant um no he was committed to this he was super committed um the tide starts to take away the corpse and it's sort of motoring about with its (laughs) farts a little bit just sort of idling in the in the on the shore
1: yeah
0: and this causes paul dano to decide i'm not going to kill myself just yet i need to find out more about this Farting yeah. corpse
1: and yeah, and the fact that it's backdrop by his own theme music that then wells and like yeah. swells into this like oh, it's it's amazing.
0: And I actually just noted it. that here. Here we get the first example of the wonderful soundtrack, yes. which the characters are both a part of yeah. and not a part of. It mixes in and out a lot, where they will be singing or saying words that are then get part echoed of, by the part, choir. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's, it's so beautiful. It's, it's fantastic. and it will have. Spoiler alert, even though we're in the spoiler yeah. section, the greatest rendition of Cotton Eye Joe. It,
1: do, it is the best rendition. I, I, was, I sing it all the time.
0: I know you do. I, you did it recently, yeah. like, I think the last time I saw you, yeah. and I was like, that's a beautiful slowed down version of Cotton Eye Joe. Because it had been yeah. so long since I had seen this movie, yeah. and you are like, yeah, it's from Swiss Army Man, remember? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's me. I too love it.
0: So Paul Dano does what any reasonable person would do. Yeah. He attaches a rope to Daniel Radcliffe's corpse, and he sort of like rides, rides it like it. Aquaman on a dolphin. um
1: I just want to know like he had a lot of trust
0: that yeah. that corpse
1: would hold him that
0: well, I think if you're planning on hanging yourself anyway, like
1: right you might why not try yeah yeah,
0: um the worst that happens is you die,
1: yeah, that's true
0: um. But eventually, Paul Dano falls off, and he wakes up on another beach. Mm-hmm. This is not as deserted as the little island he right. was on. Hank tries to get a signal on his cell phone, which he kept in a plastic bag. Very, very... Uh, right. with A lot of foresight. Yeah, um, yeah. But no luck. But we do see that his home screen is a very pretty lady.
1: Yep, a little beautiful redhead girl.
0: So, one of the main themes of this movie is just trash.
1: Right. It's, yeah, it's like integral to the story.
0: Yeah. It. it we'll talk about the broader implications, yeah. but as we mentioned before, we see the trash boats. Mm-hmm. Now, Paul Dano finds a bag of cheese puffs. Oh,
1: it's magic. It's
0: magic. Yeah. He's so excited. And he uh, also, Daniel Radcliffe's corpse is technically trash. It's, yeah. He's uh, just thrown away. Yeah. Yep. Hank is about to leave, but he decides to drag the corpse along with him. Then carry the corpse on his back. Yeah. They enter the woods. The corpse is still just tooting along. Mm, yeah. Just tooting, tooting, tooting. Hank finds some more trash, uh, some clothes, a Sports Illustrated swimsuit yeah, issue. which
1: he stows away for later.
0: Exactly, as you do. And a cork <laughs> for Dan's butt. Yeah. <laughs> The
1: cork is kind of also really important. It's like it's at the pivotal point of the movie. Yeah,
0: it's farts, trash, the cork. cork. They all have a lot of thematic resonance, (laughs) right? Which is insane. Like I almost, I almost feel like the Daniels were challenging themselves to like, what's the stupidest thing we can mine emotional resonance out of? Right, right. Farts and And uh, butthole jokes. Yes. Later, they sit in a cave to shelter themselves from the rain. Hank catches water in a cup, which is illegal.
1: I know. It's illegal
0: to collect rainwater. He's a criminal. Call
1: the cops. I
0: did. I did. And they were like... I
1: mean, they came eventually.
0: They said it was past the statute of limitations. (laughs) Because it's been seven years. Yeah. Um, Hank tries to sleep, humming a song his mom used to sing to him. But he can't remember the words. Now we get... Another great song. Yes, yes. About how he's fucking crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: Rescue. I thought I was rescued. But you're just a dead dude. So good. I'm gonna die. <laughs> uh, it is great. And Paul yeah. Dano, not a bad singer. No,
1: he actually has quite the angelic voice. Which, I mean, he shows off in the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, he's kind of singing in a similar... I wonder if he got some training for Swiss Army Man that helped him. Probably, that's probably what... Yeah, yeah, he's like,
0: what if the Riddler sang?
1: <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a gorgeous song.
0: Um, some rain drip, drips into the corpse's mouth. The next day, Hank tries to divest himself of this corpse again, mm-hmm. walk away, but finds water flowing from the yeah. Daniel Radcliffe's mouth and Hank just gobbles it up, yeah. gobbles up this corpse water. Which would you, yeah, would you drink water from a corpse?
1: I mean, at that point, like, I would do what he did and very slowly take a sip and, like, judge it. But, like, probably, you know what I mean? Especially if I rode on a farting corpse. I feel like all, like... I'll,
0: <laughs> why Why judge yeah, now? Yeah, exactly. Why judge now? I
1: probably would just be assuming it was, like, some weird death fever dream and be like, well, this is part <laughs> of it, so...
0: Yeah, true. That's yeah. a good point. I'd be like, I'm... Insane. uh, From even talked about. Soon he's going to say, I'm just crazy from starvation.
1: Yeah.
0: As Hank is pressing on the corpse's chest, it begins to sound like the corpse is talking. And he learns that the corpse's name is Manny, which I wonder if that's supposed to be like mannequin or just like uh, man in general. Also,
1: he came up with the name because he's moving the mouth. Yes. So he, like, yeah.
0: Well, that. We can. Ask this question now. How much of this is real and how exactly. much isn't? Exactly.
1: No, yeah, we don't know. And,
0: uh, and I don't think there's a lot of clues to try to figure out. We The strongest evidence that it's real comes at the end. Yeah. We'll point that out. But, yeah, most of this seems to be in Hank's head. Yeah. He's processing a lot through <laughs> yeah, this he's rancid through corpse that he's <laughs> dragging along.
1: The therapy he didn't know he needed. A dead body that farts.
0: <laughs> the therapy we all need. Maybe. Hank tries to get Manny to talk more, saying, and excuse the word I'm about to mm-hmm. say, how do you expect anyone to want to talk to you if you sound retarded? Which we will find out is something he says he sounds like his dad, yeah. and that's something his dad has said to him. Uh, then he apologizes for using the word, and when Manny w- uses it later, he tells him not to use it. So yeah,
1: it's ver- it's done.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Manny begins to talk very well, which scares Hank.
1: Um, yeah, he says, "Okay, buddy," <laughs> and he punches them in the face and runs off. <laughs> yeah,
0: Daniel like we've already praised his acting, yeah. but he does this. This is what I think a dead person would <laughs> yeah, sound like. Right. Like it's sort of raspy, sort of slow, sort it is. of. Hank says they need to get home. Mm-hmm. Manny doesn't remember what home is, so to try to jar his memory. And so the sense memory he uses, he takes out the bag of cheese puffs yeah. and dips his finger into the dust and uh, puts, puts uh, gives his... uh, Manny a little nummer.
1: well, yeah, well <laughs> And he says it in like... The most, it's like it's like a sermon from a preacher. Yeah, like he's on the pulpit. He's like, "This is what life is. These cheese puffs are life."
0: Such a strong memory for him. It's so integral that he's like, "This is like communion." Yeah. So the cheese puff dust doesn't work. Jurassic Park theme though.
1: It does. It does. It
0: does. (laughs) The hair stand
1: up on the back of your neck and da -da da
0: da 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 da. But he does not remember Jurassic Park the movie. No. Just the just the incredible theme, which who wouldn't? No. Hank grabs more trash. It's all from home, and Manny asks why it's out here now. Hank tells him that people don't want it anymore, so they hide it. They hide it because it's broken, empty, useless, smelly, and old. And here we're starting to get the emotional means, resonance of yeah. trash of Being, this is yeah discarded, seen as worthless. Yeah, which R- Go ahead.
1: Reflections of how Hank has seen himself.
0: Absolutely.
1: His entire life.
0: Hank does his best to explain life to Manny. And here we get a great little montage of him trying to do that. He creates more figures. They Um, play Superman. Uh, He um, just does a bunch of little skits. Yeah. And here's something that, like... I picked up on this time. In everything everywhere all at once, there's a lot of very small stuff that happens very quickly. Yeah. And but still so much work was put in to get those the, yeah. quick shots. And this is like that where it's just like
1: you, we're yeah. gonna
0: build these trash mannequins or whatever, like these little sets, just to get five seconds. It's five
1: seconds of it, yeah. And there's so many and they're so impressive. It must have been so fun to just like because they were all just, like, with their friends. Yeah. So they must have just been so fun to sit down and be like, let's make trash. Let's make <laughs> trash toys.
0: Hank tells Manny that part of life is looking for someone who makes you happy, be it a friend, a girlfriend, or a dog. You might run into a pers- into the person you love. Manny says that Hank wants to go home so he can be loved, but also he ran away because nobody loves him. <laughs> he's like trash! And I love this aspect of Manny where he's not... He's like a child. He's he dead. He's forgotten everything. He needs to relearn things. So he's never intentionally cruel. He's just trying to make observations based off of what Hank is exactly, told him. Exactly,
1: yeah. He takes the information he's given and formulates the most logical like conclusion, and it's yeah. just never what Hank wants. <laughs> because Hank
0: is yeah. so negative and down on himself yeah. and projecting so much of that that Manny just thinks like, oh, that's what
1: is going on. Yeah, And
0: it's okay to talk about that. Uh, another big theme of the movie is not talking about things and hiding things, and
1: yeah, not being who you are because of being weird.
0: Manny lays out; he's sort of looking at the Sports Illustrated swimsuit magazine. Hank tells him that. <laughs> Hank tells him that before the internet, women were a lot more special. special.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, oh Jesus! Uh, which says her- Tor. Her- Which has terrible things about Hank.
1: Oh, yeah, it does. Um,
0: And just his. (laughs) We're going to learn that Hank does not have healthy or mature views of people. It's very idealized, it's very all from a distance. So, Mm -hmm. but what Hank meant was like before you had to, when he was a kid, he had to find magazines like this, uh, steal them from his dad, stuff like that. It was more
1: of an effort, yeah.
0: Yeah. He talks about how he would make up little love stories about the women yeah, he would see. Yeah, Hank spins a little love story about Manny and one of the ladies in the magazine. And Manny is so moved. Like, he's feeling yeah, it. He's feeling yeah. the connection. And he also gets a big old wild boner. Yeah,
1: well, his heart starts beating. Yeah. And he's like, yes, you're alive. And he's just pumping the blood to his dick. Like, a couple more pumps. In.
0: Hank freaks out, which freaks Manny out. Manny says his body is disgusting and horrible. <laughs> Which, again, is yeah. another big thing in the movie is, like...
1: Shame around your shame, body. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, which we're about to get into. Hank says it's not. Hank is always trying to... Much like a parent is trying to do the best for Manny while struggling himself.
1: Yeah.
0: And, it turns out, uh, sometimes you can really see God in the design. Uh, <laughs> Manny's boner is acting as a compass that's pointing towards home.
1: <laughs> it does. Did you see the the joystick penis they used? No. They built because they didn't want it CG'd at all. They're like, no, we're gonna have a moving penis. So they there's three people in that scene. There's Paul Dano, Paul Dano, Daniel Radcliffe, and the penis guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's controlling the penis.
0: I wish they had done it like a Muppet, where they put like Paul, they put Daniel Radcliffe in like a hole, yeah, and then there was just a guy with like a, a his, his finger up like a, a like a hot old... dog on a
1: stick, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, they brought in the Henson Workshop people yeah. to make this dick. <laughs> Eventually, it stops working, even though uh, Hank has rigged up like this carrot on a stick sort of thing, where the Sports Illustrated is on like a, a string attached to a stick. Manny and Hank talk about fetishes and sex and masturbation. Hank's father told him that masturbation will shorten his lifespan, which scared Hank, and to try to make things better, Hank's mother says that if he masturbates enough, they could die on the same day.
1: So weird.
0: The weirdest. The weirdest the thing to weirdest. say. weirdest. Like, um, I see
1: why Hank is the way he is. He had some weird parents.
0: No, absolutely. Like, Hank was done uh, dirty.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and eventually, and as Hank says, turns out he couldn't masturbate enough because his mother died very soon after yeah. that. So, again, trying to understand, trying to, like, be Hank's friend and, like, do right by him. Manny says that he's going to think about Hank's mom when he <laughs> masturbates. So Hank won't feel weird about thinking about his mom when he, he masturbates. masturbates.
1: Yeah, because then if they both do it, Hank won't be weird.
0: Exactly. two of
1: them are doing it. So that's a great, yeah.
0: Hank gets angry and tells Manny to go back to being dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And he does for a little bit. First
1: friend fight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the pair are walking when Hank slips in some bear shit. This accidentally This accidentally turns on his phone, but I don't think this ever really results in anything. Like I thought Yeah. It was going to like drain his battery entirely, but it
1: It just is so that Manny lands.
0: Oh that's right. That's right. That's yeah. Manny begins to talk again and to escape the animal they roll downhill.
1: Oh, yeah, Manny starts talking at the worst time. Yeah, Yeah, the bear's, like, sniffing him, and Manny's like, you thought you wanted me to be alive now. (laughs) Uh,
0: You're right, Hank's phone falls out, and Manny sees the home screen and the pretty Mary Elizabeth Winstead lady, and Manny is immediately attracted to this woman because, as mentioned, uh, Manny is just Hank's psyche, and Hank is obsessed with this woman. Exactly. But Hank turns it off to save the battery. Manny's become obsessed and yeah. he wants to see her again. Meanwhile <laughs> he's trying to eat popcorn <laughs> kernels.
1: That was a painful scene. It's so pain yeah. like I can't
0: imagine anything more unpleasant oh, aside man. from just like trying to eat chalk yeah. or something. It's
1: it's rocks. It's a literal rocks. Yes. <laughs> and would bring you no nutritional benefit, by the way. <laughs> really? If you just like swallowed them, it's not gonna you're not gonna digest them. True. It'll keep your digestive system active, at least. Free medical advice. (laughs) Eat popcorn kernels. Keep your digestive tract moving.
0: No nutritional value, but... Yeah. um, Manny says that maybe Hank could dress up like before when Hank pretended to be a lady being saved by Super Manny, Uh, and that might jar his memory, because maybe he knew the phone lady. Yeah. Hank dresses up like the woman, and Manny thinks he looks beautiful.
1: He does. Beard and all. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's not jarring any memories, but Manny is sure that this lady is the key to everything.
1: Yeah. He's certain. He's going to remember his life because of her. It,
0: it Maybe it was his girlfriend. Maybe it was his wife. Who knows? In one of my favorite bits, again, it's so quick, yeah. Hank uses Manny's teeth, teeth to, to shave. shave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, and he gets a clean shave, yeah. too, so that implies Manny's teeth are, like, razor sharp. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe maybe Manny, before he died, was, like, into some body mod fetish right. stuff where he's like, <laughs> I got the teeth filed down to, like, pins.
1: The next step oh. was the tat to tattoo his entire body, like, black.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hank also takes the time to build a makeshift bus.
1: He does.
0: Be, earlier we saw a flashback of Hank on the bus. This is where he is. Seen this lady. Yeah. And he coaches Manny on how to talk to women, Mm -hmm. uh, talk to the woman Hank is portraying. Along with the theme of trash, Hank constantly talks about being weird and alienating others and being ostracized. It's clear he's had a lonely and unhappy life. Yeah. Most of what Manny says, at any point, Hank goes, no, people will think you're weird. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. Uh, You can't just go around farting. You can't just... Have boners. Yeah. I mean, the boner thing...
1: Probably, okay. More understandable.
0: And here we get the first instance of, as we alluded to before, the movie's leitmotif, one of two leitmotifs, Cotton Eye Joe.
1: Cotton Eye Joe.
0: Where did you come from? Where did you go? We get, and it's beautiful, it's slowed down. The bus becomes more elaborate, complete with a scrolling landscape outside the window.
1: It just gets more and more incredible as you go. The stuff he builds out of trash and sticks.
0: It's so clever, Like just to be like, And it's not even, like, the movie just tosses it off. Like, of course he can do this. Of course he is Mm -hmm. doing this. Of course he can find all this stuff and rig this up.
1: Yeah.
0: I guess we're supposed to think about how Hank has so much talent that he can just easily access like this. But he still views himself as nothing.
1: Right. Yeah. And it's great throughout all this to see... um, you know uh Hank showing Manny just like something that he kind of hated about his life how he's like oh this is you ride the bus this is what poor people do type of thing that Manny then is like when I get home I'm gonna gonna ride ride the bus every day day. he's just excited about Hank's mundane life and it's like bringing excitement back to Hank about his own life it's and
0: just because that's all Manny knows he's like He's doing this with his best, best friend. friend yeah. And his best friend's dressed like the lady he loves. And what could be more perfect? Yeah. Hank encourages Manny to go talk to her/slash him. <laughs> him, yep. Even though he was too scared to himself. Mm-hmm. He admits he's not good at this stuff. And Manny says, Oh, right. Nobody loves you.
1: <laughs> he, do- he does. <laughs> oh, yeah. Poor Hank. <laughs> Poor
0: Hank. Poor Hank. Yeah. And just. But I I love that Hank is always, like, understanding that Manny doesn't, like... It hurts to hear, but still, like, he understands that Manny's essentially a giant dead baby.
1: Yeah. And is, like, honestly, maybe probably speaking the truth. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, again, this is what Hank feels. As
1: Hank is portrayed. Yeah. Uh. uh, uh.
0: <laughs> now, one of my favorite... My fi- not that there's a lot of costume changes in this no. movie, aside from Paul Dano portraying the woman Mm -hmm. and going back and forth. But Daniel Radcliffe's shining moment is when uh, Hank puts some shades on him and sort of, like, bumps (laughs) him down the... uh, Like,
1: he's... (laughs) It's
0: so... And it's ridiculous, but it also is really swag. It
1: really is. He's got the swag, and he nails it.
0: Yeah, he sits down next to... Uh, Lady Hank, and lays the lines on thick. He's like, I wrote a song about us. Oh,
1: yeah, he's like, what are you listening Oh, he says, you're a freak. <laughs> he calls her a freak. Right. He calls her a freak. And then she goes, well, are you sitting alone? Are you a freak? And he goes, not anymore. <laughs> and he sits with her.
0: They hold hands, and Manny says that this woman's name is Sarah Johnson, which turns out her name is Sarah. Yeah. So somehow... In one of them knew Hank's
1: psyche, yeah
0: Hank discovers that manny's hands can make sparks he does which can make fire so they make some popcorn and we get another one of my pop, favorite popcorn
1: pop popcorn
0: pop popcorn, popcorn pop popcorn, popcorn pop. it's it's just wonderful and they're making the popcorn they're having a nice fun jiffy pop night and yeah. uh again and we, we this... get
1: the best song of the soundtrack montage yes. <gasps> It's <laughs> so good.
0: Uh, Hank creates a movie theater and shows Manny a bunch of shadow puppet representations of movies like Say Anything and Jurassic Park. And mm-hmm. Then he finds out that Manny can essentially act as a gun oh, yeah. and he can shoot things out of his mouth. With great velocity, and we get a montage of them just shooting Shoot shit, shit, including a bunch of animals, a bunch
1: of animals that they then cook and have a feast out. Yeah,
0: they at least they're, they're not surviving. just exactly. Yeah. I feel like it's um, better
1: than them eating trash.
0: It is. It is. They trek onward. Hank continues to be Sarah going on dates with Manny. Mm-hmm. The, he's not always Sarah though. No. Sometimes he's just Hank. Uh, they walk and walk using Manny's special mm-hmm. skills. Uh, they find some vodka.
1: They do. And, and have
0: a party. Have a,
1: which is, I can't imagine the time it took to construct that party.
0: <laughs> I'm curious of the timeline of this movie. Not yeah. that it matters It doesn't. All, you don't care about I'm it. But I'm curious about how long he was actually out in the wilderness. Right,
1: right. No, I, I, I think I try to like keep like track of it. It's really hard because... like
0: It jumps around yeah, so much. Yeah, it jumps around. It's, it's but it's impossible. supposed
1: to not matter, I think. It doesn't.
0: Yeah. It's just... It's just go along with it. Yeah. Uh, Hank rigs it so they can dance. They did. Uh, Manny's on on strings. Hank builds a little structure and populates it with fake people mm-hmm. Manny begins to talk to Hank as if he is Sarah, telling him, her that he's never been happier. He tells Sarah about his friend Hank who won't masturbate. Manny doesn't know what masturbation is, but he figures it must feel like the wind in your hair or driving fast in a car or riding the bus.
1: Is he correct?
0: Mmm. When I masturbate it is definitely like riding the bus. It's like sitting next to uh being jammed next to a man who's telling me about how Eleanor Roosevelt was a lesbian. <laughs> While well, I'm just trying to read my book.
1: <laughs> okay, okay.
0: What about you? Uh, you feel like riding the bus?
1: It, it feels like riding the bus and the thing that it's like routine. It's like it's got gotcha. to happen, you know what I mean? You got to get like, from one place to the other. I got to feed my cats. I got to do dishes. God masturbate. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: That's That's the best way to do it. Exactly. Um, just on a schedule, just like clockwork. Yeah,
1: exactly, you know. It's um, just like pooping.
0: Just like pooping. <laughs> and as we learned earlier, everybody poops. Even elephants poop.
1: Which he made the book he of made... everyone poops out <laughs> yes. of the Bible, which is probably one of the best things I forgot about.
0: Um. And these are obviously all things that Manny has experienced in a very limited degree mm-hmm. during his afterlife, I guess, technically, his yeah. death. And like you said before, they're all amazing to him because yeah. he's experiencing them for the first time. Exactly. Manny asked, why would you say no to that? He thinks Hank's mom just want the, wants him to be happy.
1: <laughs> that part broke me. Yeah? What well,
0: was it about that part?
1: I think it's just like... It's this weird relationship between Manny and Hank that like Hank is like parenting Manny but at the same time Manny is like parenting Hank and like more teaching Hank than Hank is teaching Manny.
0: Yeah, so, I definitely agree. Yeah,
1: and I think it's just like Manny comes to the realization because Hank can't couldn't do it himself. Mm-hmm. So like then Hank gets to hear that like your mom would just want you to be happy. Just masturbate.
0: <laughs> Which again Hank knows then that's why
1: Manny That's why Manny. It's yeah.
0: like uh Watching BoJack Horseman, where it's like, this is helping me process stuff that I know I need to process. And they almost kiss. Yeah. Uh, But the structure breaks a bit. They snap out of it and go to bed.
1: Which, there's quite a few undertones with them, which is very interesting.
0: Just sort of the like the uh, gay
1: undertones with them. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's more self-love.
0: I think it is, and in a way, masturbation. Masturbation. Because as we keep yeah. saying, Manny and Hank are technically the like same, the same person. person. yeah. And just
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, learning to love yourself through your farting boner corpse best friend.
1: Absolutely.
0: The next day, Hank and Manny try to traverse a pipe high above a creek. Manny talks about how there's it feels like there's something between hank and manny even though <laughs> manny is literally like pressed bare against uh, yeah. hank's back he's
1: trying to describe tension without yes. knowing the word for tension he's like i don't understand i'm on top of you but it feels like there's something in between us
0: <laughs> the pipe breaks they plunge into the water and here we get a great underwater kiss where hank and manny just smooch and after they kiss manny has a big old smile on his face he does um, I'm glad they kissed.
1: Me too.
0: Uh, because again, even though Manny is a manifestation of Hank's mm-hmm. subconscious, they're not queer baiting. They're not no. like, oh yeah, your dream couple, Paul Dano and Daniel, Dan- Ar- Dan- Daniel Clano. <laughs> my favorite celebrity couple. Uh, yeah. I've couple always shipped here. them.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, no, it's good that there's like... We're not just gonna gay bait the entire right. time like yeah no it's okay to kiss this corpse
1: yeah it's fine
0: <laughs> then they use Manny's farts to launch themselves out Which, of the water
1: the image of the cork like plopping so they're kissing underwater they're sinking then the cork pops up I found it maybe a little sexual I don't know like it's like maybe why was like why did he think to reach to his butthole and pull mm. the cork out? So I was like, there. maybe there was an element of that masturbation, like some, I don't know, some sexual, I don't know. Maybe.
0: I, yeah. Honestly, I, I don't know if I was looking away to take a note, but I did not even see the court come out. Oh, yeah. Um, but yep, yeah, they launch out of the oh, water man. like a rocket. And as they pull themselves out of the water, we get a wonderful song. Uh, It includes the lyrics, everything, everywhere matters to everything. I love that song. It's great, as all the songs are. And I found this possible foreshadowing for everything, everywhere, all at once. Just the name. Yeah. Probably not. Do they have the same
1: music guy? Do they have Andy Hall do
0: it? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I'm not sure, though. Okay. They trek some more. Manny says that Hank must be excited to see everyone when he gets back. He can see his dad. Hank explains how he's estr- estranged from his father. They only send automated birthday e-cards to each other. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they have it set up so it sends, like, Hank's dad could not know that Hank was gone for years. Yeah, because it's, they only... it's
1: automatic and that's the only way they communicate.
0: Exactly. Manny talks about how when he's back, he's going to show Sarah how he feels every day and she can ride his farts anywhere she wants. <laughs>
1: I know, like, okay. I know, like, realistically, Hank. I mean, Manny is just a part of like Hank's psyche. But like, part of me has this like little childish theory that like, what if, what if Manny is just like Elliot the dragon (laughs) for like sad, depressed adult? I see, and he like farts his way around. I like
0: that better. Like, obviously, it's
1: uh, maybe it's both.
0: I hope it's both. I hope it's it's like where yes, there is this entity that inhabits corpses of suicides yeah. as we're going to find out to stop other people from, from committing, committing suicide. suicide. Yeah. And it's just like a magical farting romp and like, but yeah, the, there's something in Manny that is this just loving, right. excitable, weird dude <laughs> right. who doesn't understand anything but is so in love with what he does understand. Yeah. And once again, Hank tells him he can't fart in front of people. It's weird.
1: Which Manny's like, what?
0: What? But my farts are so useful. I know. They decide to stay out in the wilderness. They'll they'll form a band. They'll have a recording studio yeah. and a home theater set up. Uh, they're just going to be bros. They're going to be wood, Woods bros. Yeah.
1: They don't need anybody else.
0: Hell no. Hank goes to pee and realizes they're right by a road. Also, his phone has service. And he checks Sarah's Insta page, which...
1: Eh. Hank. As the movie unfolds, Hank. Yeah, he's a creep. Yeah, he's a creep. He, he's like, a weirdo creep.
0: He's very sympathetic because we know what his life, what his childhood was like, how yeah. lonely he is. But my man is a creep. Yeah, my man is a. We knew it when he had the, yeah. the picture, the creep shot he took. Yeah. on his phone. Um, but
1: then it was like maybe they like made glances at each other. We didn't know sure, the extent. But
0: some somehow he figured out this woman's name. And, and founder found her insta page and just like checks it right checks it so much that when he's lost in the woods, the, it's first, the first
1: thing the first thing that pops up. Yeah.
0: It's like, oh man, I gotta <laughs> gotta make sure she's still with her husband.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, there's also only one percent left on his battery. There is. Hank tells Manny that the phone is Hank's phone, not Manny's, which is another thing I think I missed on this watch where Manny thought it was his phone.
1: Yeah, Manny um, was like, it's mine. But it, it it isn't clear. It's literally Manny saying, like, bring the phone back. It's mine. And Hank is like, He sure. does say that. Yeah, and then but Hank is like, th- sh-. he just doesn't deny it.
0: I thought that was sort of like, I interpret that as a childish thing where it's like, I saw it. It's mine. Yeah. She's mine.
1: Right, that's how I saw it too. But then I think he really was like, no, it's it's my phone.
0: And that Hank is the one who's in love with Sarah. Mm -hmm. Before he can get out much more, Manny tells him there's a giant raccoon here and it's eating their food. (laughs) And the giant raccoon is, of course, a bear. A bear. Uh,
1: (laughs) I was trying to tell you.
0: There's a giant raccoon here. (laughs) It's eating our food. Uh, Hank tries to use the Manny gun, but Manny sees a picture of Sarah with her partner and is devastated.
1: He, he breaks. Yeah. He's but, a, like, the way Hank loads Manny, like, so swiftly. <laughs> like, he'd done that shit so much time. Yeah. It was like a, thinking, like, a MAGA guy being, like, loading his shotgun <laughs> when he sees, like, someone coming down the street. Yeah. It was like. <laughs> and then Manny went limp.
0: The bear strikes at Hank. Manny asked Hank. Manny asked why Hank never told him Sarah wasn't his. Hank wanted to, but he was embarrassed that he. ...is a creep. Yeah. Uh, which is the f- one of the first things that Hank should be embarrassed yeah. about. Everything else is just him not loving himself. Here he's like, no, you should... Yeah, yeah you,
1: should, you should probably not feel great about that.
0: Yeah. They escape the bear using a Manny fart on the fire to propel them into the air. <laughs> then they get stuck in a tree. They do. Manny is upset. He's crying, wondering what life is. Manny is thinking and it seems Hank can see them. Can he like... Oh... Manny's thinking, and Hank is also yeah. because of the thoughts. Because yeah, he can see
1: his thoughts. Yeah. He's able to project his thoughts into um, Hank's head. Which is, like, painful, because it makes him... Yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's a bunch of recursion, <laughs> yeah. and also... Uh, they remember their time together with Hank as Hank, and also as Sarah. And Manny's disappointment that Hank hides his farts from him.
1: He was really disappointed.
0: He was, because... because of-
1: If my best friend hides his farts from me, what else is he hiding? Exactly.
0: And when, and especially with something that is not only, it's something that Hank takes advantage of with Manny. Yeah. That's like, won't even share with him. Yeah,
1: you won't even fart around me. Yeah.
0: Manny asks why we have to hide everything. Hank has slipped off the branch and is hanging on for dear life. Manny says he wishes he were dead again. Hank says he understands as he loses his grip and falls to the ground, breaking his leg. Uh, it seemed like he broke his leg. Well, yeah, least... he did it
1: cracked. and there was Oh, that's right, because he's it. on a crutch later. Yeah.
0: The bear begins to drag him off. Manny says that he feels Hank's imminent death is his fault. Hank says it's not. He's probably going to do it himself eventually. But there was always a thought that was beautiful enough to keep him going. Maybe that's a brain tactic to survive. Manny. Yeah. And Manny, that's just what Manny says. Manny says that maybe he's a survival tactic of the brain. Imagine so that Hank doesn't think about how he's going to stop breathing and blinking and eventually shit himself when he dies.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's... Because you do shit your pants when you you die. You
0: do. You do. Again, if there was ever a sign there was a god, that's one of them. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I feel like we come into this world shitting, we might as well leave the world (laughs) shitting too.
0: (laughs) But Hank says that maybe his shit will meet up with Manny's shit and that everybody's shit will all just sort of mingle together. Yeah. Bizarre and beautiful sentiment.
1: It was amazing.
0: Um, it's very
1: similar to a wedding speech I gave, like before the movie came out. <laughs> I didn't say shit, but essentially it felt very reminiscent.
0: <laughs> it's going to be a very quick episode.
1: Um, There's It's... It's just so much pretty to look at. It is. But, yeah. It's a lot
0: of pretty to look at. This was very easy to take story notes on. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to pause a lot because it's pretty it's and pretty broad cohesive, strokes. Yeah.
1: It's a lot of, like, pretty shots. So, yeah, I get you.
0: Now, Manny seems to move on his own. He yeah. falls out of the tree. Then he sort of stands up. He, wonderful physical performance of oh, Daniel amazing. Radcliffe. <laughs> He's a corpse trying to stand. And he does stand for a little bit, but he falls back down. He sort of like seal flops. He
1: does. He,
0: towards the bed. On his
1: belly, <laughs> like a little seal. Like
0: someone trying to do the worm. Oh,
1: and then he does the arm like row, like <laughs> like with oars, like his arms are oars.
0: Um, he settles over the embers of the fire and triggers a fart. And his flaming corpus is enough to scare off the bear.
1: It's true. He does like a backflip into a stand and the bear says, fuck no. (laughs) A talking, walking, farting corpse. Uh, No, thank you.
0: A bear's natural enemy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's their only predator.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Manny checks on Hank, but he's unresponsive. Next we see Manny carrying Hank, delivering him to Sarah's house. How? (laughs) Well, okay. There's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, yeah. First with how. Yeah, again, now here's where, it, this is where it seems like Manny might be real. Yeah. Because otherwise how did the corpse and Manny get there with his or er, right. Hank's broken leg?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm more concerned with somehow they know where Sarah lives. That's
1: what I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. How did they know where to go?
0: I think the only answer is, is that Hank, Hank knows. Went there? Yes. Yes.
1: Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that because when I was thinking, of it I was like the only thing I could think of is if Hank had been there before and Manny knew
0: Hank, <laughs> oh man, I wanna love you, brother. Know. But uh
1: You're turning you gotta
0: up. get this shit sorted out. Yeah. Like And <laughs> Not that it would be better if he, she were single. This would still be absolutely it would be terrible horrifying. behavior. Yeah. But at least then it would be like.
1: Maybe he's not socially aware. You know yeah,
0: what? but like, she has a husband. We're going to find know. out she has a child. A like,
1: child. she
0: doesn't want you, bro. And
1: that means, like, all his, like, whatever he thought he saw in her on the bus, she wasn't paying any attention to him. Mm-mm. And he was just like, no, we're both alone.
0: Uh,. And understandably, Hank is not okay with this. Yeah. Because he knows this is wrong. He knows that this is creepy. Being there at all is creepy. Being there with a corpse is worse. Is worse. The two (laughs) fight, like they physically Yeah, they get into a little
1: altercation.
0: Um, uh, Hank admits he's scared because he's an ugly, useless person. Manny says that maybe everyone's a bit ugly, and it just takes finding the one person who can see beyond that. Great sentiment. Great sentiment. Hank's a creep. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's, yeah. That's. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I. That's something I definitely didn't clock on my first watch. No, like me how
1: either.
0: Creepy. All this aspect of Hank is because well,
1: he's the hero. He so is, just and like, you oh, just feel so bad for, for him. Yeah.
0: But it actually, makes the movie so much better because it adds this complexity that it's not there on the first watch. No, like yeah. you have to be like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute this minute, is a. <laughs>
1: No wonder they called you Hanky Panky in school. <laughs> That's
0: right. Um, they're interrupted by Sarah's very young daughter. She's probably like five or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very little. She's like a stuffed frog.
0: Yes. Manny, Manny says, and now Manny's talking directly to this child.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So maybe it's a thing where it's like, children can see the magic. Yeah. Or maybe Manny's real, or maybe just like, Paul Dano is just going just full gone. on Looney yeah, Tunes at yeah. this point. Um, <laughs> Manny shows her his special powers. He does. He farts, which she says, gross. gross. And then his flailing boner. Boner. Which makes the girl cry. Uh,
1: Understandably
0: <laughs> and, so. <laughs> and Hank... Slaps it.
1: Smacks it. A straight <laughs> smack.
0: Like, like uh, bapping a dog on the <laughs> nose.
1: <laughs> Bad boy.
0: Sarah comes out. She finds finds out about the pair being lost and needing mm-hmm. help. And she goes inside to call for help. Manny is upset with how Sarah looked at him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, because he's a moldering corpse. He's
1: a corpse.
0: Yeah. Uh, he asks that Hank doesn't tell Sarah how much he loved her. Now it seems that Manny dies for good. Yeah. The police and an ambulance come.
1: Uh, And a news anchor. Yes, a news
0: anchor, because yeah, it's news. Uh, If celebrity Paul Dano shows up in your backyard with the corpse of Daniel Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe. (laughs) celebrity power couple ends in tragedy. Um, The police think that Manny was probably a bridge jumper. Mm -hmm. Suicide, just like Hank tried to be. The cops also find Hank's phone with Sarah's pictures on it. Also, Hank has told people that his name is Manny, Manny. and that's Hank Thompson in the body bag. And that
1: honestly took me a real hot second to understand what was going on when I first watched it. I was like, what? But yeah, he pretends to be Manny.
0: And I don't... This doesn't really go much of anywhere. It happens so quickly before the reverse happens. It's it's not... Like, I don't mind it it.
1: No, it just was really interesting. I agree.
0: Hank's father... Comes to identify Hank's body, but he can't do it. No. He's just too overwhelmed. His
1: mustache is too great. <laughs> His horse,
0: <laughs> he looks like a, if Hulk Hogan were like in a western. He does. He does. Like cowboy Hulk Hogan, like an old, old cow hand.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> like an ex-cop maybe or something. Like he had a mustache for days. We
0: gotta get them doggies out, brother.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, Hank is interviewed by the news and... Here he tells him that, no, he's not Manny. He's Hank, mm. and he tells him about Manny's amazing body. And the cops have shown Sarah the picture. And now that she knows that he is Hank and that is his phone, she is understandably she upset.
1: Goes, is this your phone? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh,
0: and uh, Hank Daddy is, and Hank begins to try to st- take away Manny's corpse. Much to the chagrin of his father, who is embarrassed at his his son, the corpse stealer, the non masturbating corpse stealer. No, Um, what's wrong
1: with you? Is that when his dad drops the hard R and then? Yes, yes. And And then he uh, goes, "We shouldn't say that." Don't say that word,
0: Dad. Uh, (laughs) uh, Um. So Hank takes Manny's corpse, they they roll down the hill, Mm -hmm. Chrissy has now decided that she loves Manny and has apparently run off after them. Again, something that doesn't add up to anything. No, it's just
1: she saw his boner and it was love at first sight, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Although
0: I guess the reason why Chrissy had to run after them is to get everyone, like Sarah and her husband, to go with them. Who knows why? Because the cops, Hank's dad, dad...
1: Did you know the camera guy is the guy who did the music, Andy Hole? Oh, is it? The camera guy in the end. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's the one who did the music for the movie.
0: One of the EMTs, I think, is uh, Shane Carruth. Okay. Or Shane Carruth. I'm not sure how to say his name. He did the movies Primer and Upstream Color. Yeah, uh, apparently he was just on set, and the Daniels were like, hey, if you want to be here, get on fucking film. (laughs) Get
1: in there.
0: So they, they make it to the water. Hank pleads with Manny to wake up. The cops and everyone else pursue and find Hank and Manny's makeshift village. Now, we talked about this when we originally did this yeah. episode. Imagine finding this shit. Imagine finding this in the woods, just this little village populated with fake people. Fake
1: people out of trash.
0: That would be the scariest. And I would then imagine
1: be... being Sarah, finding a bunch of plastic things that are dressed like you. Yes,
0: and like realizing how accurate... They were trying to recreate her. Yeah, this is a movie in its own right, where it it's is, like yeah. just this horrifying. Like, what the
1: fuck what is, is this? Like, that could be a horror film. It is. <laughs> like, it should be. Yeah. Like,
0: we should we should make
1: that yeah. um, sequel. <laughs> Swiss Army Sarah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> where Sarah dies, yeah. and like uh, her Chrissy takes her on an adventure, yeah. and she learns There's to. Right. Love herself. Hank makes it to the beach. He tells Manny he doesn't care what anyone thinks. Just please don't die. Sarah asks Hank if he made all the stuff in the woods. He said they did it together. (laughs) They sang and they danced and it was beautiful. Beautiful. (laughs) Uh, The police handcuff Hank, which seems unfair.
1: What did he do? And I know our government does not care that much about dead bodies because it is so easy to buy. Body parts. On we just account.
0: had a thing recently in the area in Pennsylvania about that dude who is selling body parts. Yeah,
1: there's like no regulations on it, so like there's no way he, there's a charge against him. <laughs>
0: I think they were just like, "This dude's a wackadoo. <laughs> yeah. We need to like get him somewhere safe for right now before he steals another corpse." Probably. Um, but I, I think whatever charges, whatever reason they had, would be dropped because he's been in the wilderness and he's clearly insane. Obviously. Um. And Hank finally manages to fart in public. He does. And he farts on a cop, so it's even better.
1: It's it's so much better.
0: And as Hank is being taken away, we hear another fart. But uh, this time, it's not Hank.
1: And I like the guy's like, enough, oh, buddy. <laughs> like, he can control it. Like.
0: It's like, it's not me. <laughs> and it's Manny. And he's farting he's up a storm. And he's, he's farting and convulsing as the tide comes in everyone watches and Hank goes to Manny and he whispers something. Something. Any clue what it could be?
1: I thought about this so long. I I literally I hope it's like fly away friend. Go help someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Like I hope it's like a someone else needs you friend. I
0: don't need you
1: anymore. I farted in public. (laughs) I learned to fart.
0: (laughs) I did it Manny. I farted on a cop. Whatever he said, I think that uh, Hank tells Manny that Bush did 9-11. <laughs> like, just as just the last bit of information to give yeah. Manny the send-off.
1: He needed some fuel for the fire exactly. to, yeah, to get going. And, and
0: not in. jet fuel, because that doesn't melt steel it beams. It doesn't me-
1: melt steel beams, George Bush.
0: Uh, whatever he says, it makes Manny take off like a jet ski... <laughs> Farting and smiling.
1: smiling, and
0: everyone's on the beach watching. Hank's dad seems to love it. Yeah, he, Hank's dad seems to be like, "What a neat He's proud of this boy.
1: He's like, "That's my son."
0: And Sarah once again gives her a catchphrase of, "What the, the fuck?" fuck. Uh, and that's the end of the film.
1: And it ends gorgeously. It's
0: a beautiful movie about farts, and love, and loving yourself, and friendship, and friendship, and being a creep it is uh, is there anything else you'd like to say this is a record a record uh, recording session for us usually the show runs about two hours I hope I didn't trample anything you no wanted to say. not
1: at all it's it's the experiences in watching the film and it's just like so pretty and so, such a balance of pretty and funny and sad that like it you just gotta go see it
0: yeah absolutely yeah. go check it out uh, next week I might be taking a little break. But uh, because this has been exhausting, having to take story notes. Uh, Billy and I usually trade off, but this has been a lot. But after that, hopefully Billy will be back. If he's not, I will have another guest, and we will continue to have fun. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank Bye.
1: You. Bye.